you know when you're um, walking past a bad river and like there's, there's a kind of eddy in the river and there's that sort foam. of that the foam the crusty up. foam and that looks like beer foam yes but it's not beer foam no no it's not <laughs> I used to go canoeing I know this is I've had a, a face full of this stuff before and it's uh, I mean it's about as pleasant as getting beer foam in your face yeah but you know it's probably going to give you a disease it, yes and that's probably the best of it just coming away with just a disease just a disease yeah. I did actually get an eye infection from it but only in one eye so I guess like <laughs> you just dunk one half of your head in the water and went like this'll do I'll just well I- usually when you fall over in a canoe it is I mean there's definitely one side of your face that hits the water first it doesn't normally stop the other side hitting the water as well no it's not you- unless, unless it's concrete that you hit no you, you usually manage to close your eyes by the point you, you've kind of realised you know the, the water hits one eye you close both eyes you're going under, it's fine. If, if you've had an accident where both eyes hit the water at the same time in a canoe, I mean, you've done something very wrong there. <laughs> I'm noticing now that as I move this can, it's kind of knocking Knock. in a way that a liquid liquid wouldn't. <laughs> I think this contains some solid liquid. Like oh, frozen. It was too near the too near the back of the fridge. fridge. I know it's a disaster. Oh, uh, you'll cope. You are a hero. <laughs> right. So we thought it was time we might try a podcast. And I'll be honest with you. I think I think it's quite an experimental thing for us to try. Yep. Because most of the time we have editors who, uh, when we record the two o three show, it's a good. 15, 20 minutes sometimes, and then they they perform miracles essentially to get down mm. to like four or five minutes with our help. Yeah, and it's like no, you, you can't just leave all the. You have to put some technical content in, guys. Mm. Um, you know, because obviously they just let us ramble. I don't know why they let us ramble, but now, uh, as almost as if to make my point, we're now recording a podcast, which is an extended form of idiocy yes. involving the pair of us. Yeah. Where I figure we might talk web if they're lucky. Yeah, yeah, that might come up. I mean, and you say that that we decided to make a podcast. I mean, you decided that we should make a podcast. Yes, uh, and, and and I'm working on something really boring right now. <laughs> so I was like, yes. Especially we're saying, do you want to come into a room and drink a beer uh, and, and we talk. can call this work? <laughs> yes. And at the moment, I'm writing a a script for a web course on IndexedDB. Ugh. And I, I, I yeah, there's, there's, no, becomes, there's nobody. Who, there's nobody at this point. I think who goes. You know what? I'd love to do. I'd love to switch places with Jake. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm writing this stuff, and it's. I'm trying to make IDB out to be not as bad as people think, but I can't help feeling I'm lying. Well, that's because you're lying. <laughs> Truthfully, it is. It is. It's one of those APIs, right? No, it's not the worst API in the world because you can get to the end result it's like it's like eating vegetables or it's it's just like eating you know what is it like it's it's one of those moments where you're like, like I can do it and I know it's good for me it's the right way to store my data hmm. more than web SQL I disagree with that actually we could talk about that but it's not a pleasant process it's not a nice API to walk through and be like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna Open a cursor and then I'm gonna do that. I think I think you were right when you said it's it's like a it's like a vegetable, but I think the vegetable is a raw onion, and so you're you know you're eating it, you're crying, 
and you know you're going to have a bad night's sleep. I, I, maybe give you bad breath as well? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it's on the stranger end of the spec. Um, have you ever done the thing where you eat a lot of raw onion and then you don't sleep? No. I mean, that's just me, but... Yeah, I, that's a weird side effect for like me. A good bit of red onion. I mean, I, oh, I love like a bit of onion. Yeah, all right, raw red onion. Yes. Pop that in a burger. I just didn't sleep. And I, like, I could feel my skin sweating onion. It could have been the burger. It could have been the mass. You might, it might be mistaking onion sweats for meat sweats. I, I did make the burger myself as well. <laughs> <laughs> hang, hang on. Well, this, this requires more investigation because you made a burger yourself. At, now, yeah. did you? How far back up the food chain did you go here? Did you actually go and find I mean, I a cow? I didn't kill a cow. <laughs> I didn't. Not nor did I. I mean, how far back would you have to go? I've had this argument before, right, with people where... And I get really annoyed when people say, Do you know what I did? I cooked a curry from scratch. And it's that last bit that really riles me when people say, From scratch. And I'm like, oh, from scratch, eh? And that... Because I want to know what, where. How far up the food chain? Well, it's the, the Carl Sagan thing, right? You, you know, <laughs> in order to make a burger <laughs> you must first, first create the universe, universe. it's yes. like how far how far down did you go and no I didn't um, artificially inseminate a cow um, or um, non-artificially inseminate a cow or rear a cow or kill a cow I bought some mints okay uh, that, I think that's a reasonable starting point um, and actually you kind of inadvertently I think gave us a segue which is no, that kind of to begin first invent the universe mm. you and I are when it comes to coding we're both invent the universe type people mm. we don't do so well when there are I can I can hear the rattle from your can oh let's it's it is oh. not only a drink it's also a plaything for Jake iceberg dead ahead <laughs> um we're both kind of created from scratch people mm. we're not particularly given to you know, starting with the mincemeat, as it were, going to the kind of prefab framework and, you know, working out from there. My own take on that, and the reason I'm like that, is because I, I have trust issues. I think I think DevRel is definitely a, a rehab for developers that don't work well with others. And, uh, <laughs> and some people will never leave, and I think that could be us too. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kill or cure. Yeah. Um, they oh can't work with it. They can't even work with each other, really. So. But, well, yeah. yeah, we've never tried that yet. I mean, no. I, I, I'm. It's one of those things, like you know, when you're you're good friends with someone, uh, and you think maybe, may, you know, maybe I should. Are you uh, asking me on a date? Yeah, well, it was like you think maybe I should start a relationship with that person, but then oh, but then it would maybe spoil our our friendship. And that's how I feel about you. That I think if we worked on a project together, I'd it kill might, you. I'd kill you. Well, I'd it might it might ruin you, our friendship. Because you don't write code that makes sense to me. I no. think if you as you like a brother, yeah. is what I'm saying. <laughs> like a, a, a coding brother, but we must never <laughs> code together. Don't take it to the next level, guys. Nobody wants it. Nobody's ready for that. But yeah, I I, I see what you're saying about the the, the lack of trust. Yeah. Um, and it, and it is because like, I've been stung by so much third-party code before. And that's not to say I haven't been stung by my own code, but it's easier 
that's easy to deal with because well, I'm not. I can. It's my job to fix that. I kind of feel like you can have a real go at that jerk as well. Mm, and yeah. you know, they're going to understand your frustration. You know, they're going to. They're not going to struggle for empathy. Yeah, yeah. When I see a bit of code that's wrong, and I'm like, oh, Jake, what did you do there? Oh, yeah, that was Tuesday's code. Yeah, I had a hangover, and I have instant empathy for myself. Well, it's like a two-way empathy, kind yeah. of like wow. Uh, but when it's someone else's code, like it's it's difficult to have that same empathy. It's like, oh, what do you mean undefined? It's not defined. Like I, this, I can't throw me a proper error. Yeah, I won't give me a proper error. But the reason I, the other thing I feel like about it is that I don't know the tax I'm going to pay. Like if I if I include um, a framework or a library or anything, and it doesn't run well, it's often a black box, right? It's not. It's doing a lot of things probably. And they're probably good things, right? There's probably a reason I would have chosen to use it. Like, I mean, a good one would be Moment.js. Like, I don't want to deal with, like, the date and time formatting stuff generally. You don't have time for it. Yeah. Uh, See what you did there? It's a genuine... (laughs) You're actually really amused at yourself, aren't you? No, I'm just really (laughs) upset with myself. Yeah, yeah, at the same time, you're probably quite pleased. Now, I, I think it's one of those moments where you look at it and you go, hey, um... You know, it's it's doing a job that you didn't want to do, but does it do bad things on the inside? You don't know, right? And I'm not saying that they do. I'm just saying, generally speaking, you always have that kind of, I don't know what you've done. And mm. probably because my own lean towards performance particularly, I guess I'm not that willing to be relaxed about that and be like, oh, you can do what you want. All that matters to me is my own ergonomics, my own easy route through to the final solution. That's that's the most important thing to me. It's not the most important thing to me. The most important thing to me is building something that at the end people go, wow, I didn't, you know, I want to use that. I like that. That inspired me. That's that's the most important thing. You know? but, but if Moment.js um, went bad, it stopped getting fixed, uh, and you had to take that out of your project, it doesn't sound like the end of the world, is it? Because like Moment.js has a very, uh, it's, it does a very limited thing. Yes, like it's it's just dealing with with time. Yes. Um, so if that became a problem, you could probably find another library that did that. Yeah, or, or I suppose you could even roll your own, right? Right. It's it is yeah. I suppose it's modular in that sense. Like you can pull it out and drop it somewhere else and be like, I'm just. Do you know what I'm going to do? Instead of where I called it, I'm just now going to just take the timestamp in the absolute worst case scenario. Whereas if you're using a large framework mm. and that starts, you know breaking on you in ways that you realize this is no longer suitable for the project it's it's in every bit of your code <sighs> it's it's got its horrible broken tentacles i, I said tentacles <laughs> ev- everywhere in your code and you you have to rewrite to do something about it you do and um the, sorry the chat of tentacles really really through <laughs> oh yeah i was going to say um i've actually uh, in terms of Moment.js particularly, it does a lot and does loads of really cool stuff, but have you played much with the Intel? I want to call it Intel, I-N-T-L, the international mm. thing. Have you have you seen this much? It's, it's one of those things that I keep reading articles on and then somehow completely forget it exists. Mm. Yeah, and, and I end up going or writing some kind of date formatting thing, completely right. forgetting that it's, it's there. So it's not, it's, not, um, it's not as full-featured as any library or anything like that, but for most things that I do, it's actually perfect. It's not going to do like the whole um, a few moments ago, like that kind of super nice formatting thing. But it will, if you just want to format a date nicely or even format something like currency, it's got your back so much. It's amazing. It'll just be like, yeah, 
Um, you know, tell me what you want, roughly speaking, like day, numeric, and all this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and it just deals with it. And so it, it's one of those moments where you like the platform's got this, and actually, it's very easy to kind of work around if it's not there because you could either fall back to a library or what I do is just say if it's undefined, just spit out the date. Mm. I just. Yeah, whatever. And that's like, going to be in Safari, right? Because it's Safari um, doesn't support Intel, I believe. Yeah, I think you're probably right. We should do a quick can I use check. Should we do that? Let's yeah, go for it. Yeah. You you type on that keyboard. Right, you be quiet so I can edit this out. Okay. And then we can we can sound knowledgeable at the end of this like we actually knew. Well, I, maybe I'll do commentary. So Paul's typing uh, can I use.com in there? Oh, he's going for the I at first, which is obviously the Inter- first character of Intel. Internationalization. API. API. The, um, the locale sensitive collation brackets string comparison mm. number formatting and date and time formatting um, which has actually got really good coverage apart from you guessed it and you were right sir Safari. And that's Paul uh, uh, confirming that it is indeed Safari that doesn't support You're doing it. your game show voice it's, We've no, to- I've told it, you that's, that's, my, that's my commentary voice. Is your commentary voice is exactly the same as your game show voice. Give him your game show voice the game show voice is slightly like this. I mean, it's never one where you get close to the mic, so you get the full bass. Paul was the weakest link in that round. It's that guy, isn't it? It's, it's basically the, that yeah. person. Yeah, but that was the um, snooker commentary voice. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like he's going to go for the, uh, for the red. Right. So let's come back to the web, then. So in, yeah, so Intel's not, Intel Int- is not supported on, uh, on Safari. But if it isn't, um, you, you, as I say, you could fall back to a library. You could lazy mm-hmm. load it if you wanted to or something like that. It's very polyfillable. It is very polyfillable. In fact, somebody may have polyfilled it. We should check. I, I had a quick glance um, on GitHub for this, and it is polyfilled. Uh, it looked like it could be quite a beast if you were <laughs> including multiple languages. So that the language packs from around the world uh, to cover all of the different, like, you know, you know how different languages like to spell things differently. What, like, like January, for instance? So like January. <laughs> what? Well, it's one of the specific things. Uh, of that all the things you could have chosen, you could have gone with color, given that Americans evict the U. I don't think color is part of the internationalization API in terms of date formatting. Oh, <laughs> you, oh, it, oh it, <laughs> I thought you were just generally making the remark that some countries, some languages. Uh, deal with words differently. But no, I'm thinking of, of like January versus. I, I I actually did French at school. Oh my god! Yes, Jean Jean Rier. Brilliant. <laughs> Is he a footballer? <laughs> Jean Rier. Oh well, you are really showing your uh, both your your knowledge Learned. and your sensitivity to other cultures. Why didn't I say Monday? I know the French for Monday. It's lundi. Le- lundi. 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 I was taught French by a northern <laughs> English person. Yeah, common tapple too. Yes. Lundi. Mardi. Mercredi. Good. Anyway. So, but the thing, the other thing I feel about, um, let's go back to the what we were talking about before. Mm. Um, I kind of feel like, as well, with the libraries and frameworks thing, um, that I want to know the whole code base, um, mm. f- even from a maintenance point of view, to know if something breaks, because even the browsers, you know, change, deprecate, blah blah blah. I want to know that if there's a, a rendering bug or something that it's not. That I'm not kind of first of all going. Is it their code? Mm. One of the is it the framework I chose? Is it the libraries I chose? Or is it just my little bit of app code that's 
now doing the wrong thing. I kind of feel like even if there's more code, it doesn't make it necessarily harder to find the thing that I'm looking for. Um, it just gives me more options on maintenance. And um, I, that's a pretty unpopular view. I think people, generally speaking, don't like that view. It seems like people... I mean, I, I feel like we're definitely swimming against the tide a little bit by saying we shouldn't... You know, I don't, I don't want to say anybody's wrong for using these things. I'm just saying I don't use them because I'm, I'm such a control freak and I, I feel like for maintenance. Because for it's, me, I want to know that whole code base. Well, I don't know if I, if I want to know the whole code base, but I definitely want to feel like I'm holding both ends of the code. Yeah, right. Okay. That I'm that I'm there at the start and I'm there at the end, and there are parts that I delegate to like libraries, um, but I, I kind of know what goes in and what comes out. And if what comes out is wrong versus what I put in, um, then I know it's that little bit that's wrong. I feel like we've gone back to the burger conversation <laughs> <laughs> at some point here. Yeah, what I put in the burger was yeah, okay. parmesan yeah. and yeah. Yeah, too much and it didn't work no it's, it was the red onion surely no the red onion I, it was raw and on top you see well, it's you still see, part can't. of the burger yeah well that was okay that was part of the, the constructed burger at the end with the bun around it but what I just kind of you put parmesan in with the meat yeah I know yeah This. I mean this was my first burger yeah it may be your last I'm, yeah. I was only please don't ever make me a burger can I just request that well, now you, I, well you can put cheese in a burger you can but you it, can also I, put other things in a burger yeah parmesan's not the right thing to put I don't think, think it was the right yeah. call there no anyway you were saying about holding both ends of the code holding, yeah yeah so I know that you know if I put it, I, if a bit goes wrong and I know I'm putting in the right thing then if the wrong thing comes out I know it's that little library that's doing something yeah. wrong or, or my understanding of that library is flawed Whereas in a framework, I think it's much more difficult to do that. You're kind of like, something is wrong somewhere <laughs> in the code. Yeah. How, and, and you're kind of trying to find the little bits of your code you have control at to try and follow this you know, through. Like, is, am I putting the right stuff in? I think I am. But can, I, can I surface at any point in this code and kind of confirm that things, the state is still as I think it should be? Hmm. Um, I find that so much easier with libraries than frameworks. Then, I guess, since we're on that sort of same path the question that I think begs almost is um, maintenance really like, mm. because you've got so much probably so much more code and possibly code that ends up resembling some kind of mini framework I know my, some of my code ends up looking like that mm. um, how do you keep on top of it then to make sure that it's not kind of an unmaintainable mess um, uh, you don't do I, you no I just start another project <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Well, if you look at, uh, I'm a, I mean, this is this is a, a flaw of mine. It, it, yeah, if you look at things I build, I'm not very good at carrying on. And I know people say, um, they say like, don't you know, don't hold back on a thing and then just and release it with like loads of features. Why not do like, the minimum viable product thing and say why you know why not build like a, I mean, the image which doesn't really make sense but gets passed around the internet is like you know someone on a scooter and then they're on a bike and then they're on a car as a, as a kind of iterative process. Versus they wait forever just for the car. Um, I know that if I developed the scooter, I would go, well done me. <laughs> now I want to go and build something else. I want to build a spaceship or a boat. I don't know. I, I'm bored with the land vehicles. <laughs> yeah. um, Kenneth, near Kenneth Bond? Yes. yes. He uh, made a great observation about that particular image, which is like, it's the scooter and then it's a bike and then it's a car. And mm. he was like, that's a stupid analogy because you've had to you can't turn the scooter into a bike you have right. to 
you have to so there's probably a better analogy out there somewhere let's, but, let, let's make one okay Hang so on. what starts off as something okay but pretty crummy um my burgers <laughs> No, um, no, because you just keep adding parmesan <laughs> and hoping for the best, idiot. <laughs> no, what this needs is an entire onion on top. Jake, keep, it doesn't. Keep putting onion on until you can't taste the burger. That's <laughs> yeah. my rule. It could be like a fajita, the way you do start off with a tortilla, which is okay, but then you add in the meat, which makes it better, or tofu if that's your vibe. You're still waiting for the whole thing, though, aren't you? Not really. You don't have to. You could stop halfway through and just smash through the, the tortilla with a little bit of meat in it. But you add in the guacamole, you add in the salsa, you add in the sour cream, you add in the cheese, the lettuce. Do you, you don't eat just the tortilla. You don't think, well, that's... Well, no, I you don't ride the scooter and go, well, that's the, the optimal form of transport. Yes, we've decided that that's a bad metaphor. No, it's a good metaphor because it, it, the ultimate end is to eat a meal. Now, I'm not saying it's the best meal you've ever had if you have mm. a tortilla, but okay. it is improvable. So it's better than your burger at any rate. It's better than my burger. Most um, things are better than your burger. So coming back to the maintainable code thing, I recently have started a new app and I'm using a lot of my my code from voice memos for Ooh. it. So a lot of the ES6 stuff that I did there, yeah, it's still using Babel. People, ES6 is lovely, isn't ES6 it? ES6 is amazing, but Babel is also phenomenal. I love Babel. Although mm. people I got corrected, oh, I think you'll find it's uh, it's Babel. Ba- it's not Babel. No, that's, that, I was corrected by somebody who almost certainly calls them GIFs. I know. Yeah, yeah, the the, the GIF people, the, the Babel people. No, the Venn diagram, it's just one circle. There is yeah. the, the insects. And oddly, do you know the label uh, for that circle is incorrect? Wrong. Yeah, yeah, incorrect. <laughs> Wrong. Exactly. No, you can't rock up here going, ah, oh, technically you're wrong about the pronunciation. I mean, it's, it's Babel, it's Babel, it's Babelfish. Exactly, it's, exactly. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, using Babel and ES6. Mm-hmm. Um, but I discovered that the. I don't remember the code at all from voice memos. I look at it and I'm like, I have no memory of this place. <laughs> I Gandalfed it. And I'm looking at it going, ah, oh, yeah, ah, but at least I was consistent. <laughs> no, no, it, said, no, it sounded no, like you were in pain there. Nah, no, yeah, well, it was. Consistently painful. It was, no, at first you're like, I, I want to remember, I want to recall, I can't remember, I can't recall. But then you're like, oh, I know what I was thinking. And if I was thinking that, then I've probably done it like this. And you go and check that out of the file, and you're like, yes, I was. You're like, you genius. No, Historical no, Paul. No, it's more, it's more like... At least you're consistent. At least you had the foresight to be a grown-up for once in your life. And so, and so now you reap the benefit because you're like, now I can basically steal these bits of code and I'll know it will behave itself because I know that, that kind of mental model I was employing at the time. I, I, I kind of want to pick your brains about uh, in, in, consistency in terms of variable naming. Yes. And camel casing. Yes. You, you're of the... I'm of the camel case. Of Rather the camel than the, case. what's the there's Hungarian as well as they're not as and it was well, the underscore well, version I think I don't know. Yeah. There's lots of different ways to do to do variables, right? Because Python would underscore between name yeah. and camel casing, for example. Yeah, but with the camel casing, if um, okay, dromedary or Bactrian. What? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? When I was when I was about five um, at primary school. Um, <laughs> we got given an assignment to write, um, write. It was like a single page, which at the time felt like a monumental oh, yeah, effort. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, about our subject, and for reasons I have no 
uh, no justification for I chose camels <laughs> how <laughs> much do you know about ca- how much did you know about camels enough to know that dromedaries and bactrians dromedaries have one hump and bactrians have two <laughs> and this this fact has stuck with me into my adult years I have did, did you just write that over and over again? Yeah, <laughs> dormitory, bacteria, dormitory. And then and, you were and, well, sent to the counsellor. Bear, bear in mind, at that age, writing those kinds of words, that, to me, that's a, an intellectual challenge as well. So, I, you know, I felt quite good about that. Um, anyway. So with camel casing, yes. if you were to write, um, say, uh, upgrade DB. Yes. Talk, talk to me about the letters. Oh, upgrade Oh, um, ah. I see where I'm going with this. Yeah, it's like when you do URL, like ah. it, like image URL as a variable name. You capitalize the U. URL is a good example because okay. you because you are you going to capitalize U R and L or are you going to capital U small case R and L? Now I have, I, I, again, this is about the, for me. It's more consistency than correctness here. Mm. I'm more in the the vein of capitalizing DB as in capital D, capital B, rather mm-hmm. than capital D, mm-hmm. lowercase b, or capital U, lowercase r and l. Yeah. I'm more in the capitalise everything because I think it, it's actually a, it's already abbreviated um, down to its letters, and so I'm happy to take that through to the code. If somebody does it the other way on, I'm, you know, it's minor, but... Okay, okay, next question. My DB finder. Yes. Yeah, it's like my DBF finder, isn't it? So, you, so you'll go DBF. Yeah, you, yeah you're I good think capital. so. I, I well, I, I do it on a readability kind of like capital D, lowercase b, capital F. I think is more probably more readable. To be fair to the web, I think it's balked anyway because like on change as an attribute is often like all lowercase, for example. Mm-hmm. It's not like they camel case everything. Is what I'm saying. But ID get element by ID lowercase get, d right. Yeah, so there you've got that, and then you've got, like I say, events are all normally, the attributes for events are normally all, all lowercase, yeah. which is no just underscore. Like, on error. It's just an image on load. It's just well, error names in general are a, a great source of inconsistency, because you'll have, like, controller change, uh, which is a, a service worker one, where it's just... Oh, you, uh, you managed to sneak that one in there. Uh, it's we, the only ones I can't can even get an, It can't even get a whole podcast without you going, can I just talk about um, <gasps> service workers and offline for Okay, a well, you come up with an event name that is two words. Yeah, right. Well, I did. Well, I was going to say bog off, but bog. that's not no. a genuine event. It's a custom event. An, ac- an, actual, <laughs> an actual event. I mean, there's... It's got to be loads, right? What? As it? Hang on. So it's like something, something. You know, like. Um, Were you doing on upgrade? Well, no, no, not the on. Like what you would do in in ad event listener. Okay. Um, version change. IDB. Version change. Version change. Um, so version change, all lowercase, no underscore, but then DOM content loaded. Yes. Uppercase D, uppercase O, uppercase M, uppercase C. Lowercase all the way to the L of loaded. I don't. I don't know. It's almost like from. these were written over time by lots of different people. Yeah, and and yeah, and now we uh, we get to enjoy the uh, the fruits of their labour. Um, going back to it, for me, the, the, the maintenance thing. I still would rather have to maintain my own code than panic that I'm using somebody else's code that I don't understand mm. that that may break on me. Yeah. Um, so there's a there's a trust issue there, and I think having worked with other people in the past, once the trust is there and I understand how they work and how they think and how they code, that's then much less of an issue because it's akin to me going back to my old project and going, what was I thinking? Mm -hmm. What mindset was I in? If I can rediscover that, 
then I can take that code and I can use it and I understand it. Mm. If I can build up a relationship with a team member or we've got a standard coding style, it's a similar kind of bet because it's like we have agreed what the mindset is. Mm. What panics me is use this framework. It's amazing. Um, And and then being going, right, do I have to to relearn web, first of all, in order to be able to use this thing? And then second of all, because that's a complete mindset change that I'm not willing to make. And then second of all, if it breaks, will I be able to get into the mindset of the framework author? Mm. And chances are, no, because I don't have the patience for it because you need to be a patient person to do that kind of thing. And generally, some would say I'm patience challenged. Don't laugh. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm hugely patient. And because of that, for me, I would just be like, I don't know that the, the reward is there. Right, and you run the risk of becoming the maintainer of that project. Dun, dun, dun. Which I've, I've kind of... That's happened to me before. Like, you think, oh, I'm going to use this thing that's already there. And it, it was like... I think it was Mustache. Um, the... Well both the like Java and JavaScript implementations and then we found bugs and then quite quickly started to look like the primary maintainers of these projects and it was like step away from Mustache <laughs> this is not where I saw my life going yeah no but because it was a small library switch it out for something else Ta-da! success yeah on that bombshell I guess we should go yeah. and I'll see you probably for the next podcast and hopefully not a moment sooner oh yeah Do you know sometimes you just think, your brain goes, I've got a great idea. And then on closer inspection, it turns out to be fake. What you mean? It's, uh, it's uh, fool's gold. As in like a, parmesan in a burger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, as... Yeah, it turned out to be a good idea, but it was in disguise. No, it was a bad idea in disguise. As a good, a good one, yes. Yeah. Um, so we probably shouldn't talk about it. Okay. Well, also, I'm- I think it might have been a visual gag. Which the media you are the you are the kind of person who, who yeah you you are the kind of person who try and do a podcast with a visual gag a prop gag yeah okay guys you can't see me but I'm wearing a pirate hat <laughs> for the benefit of the tape Jake's doing something very funny with his face <laughs> oh no it's just his face no. on closer inspection it was just a bad face disguised as a good one. <laughs>